the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to another thrill-packed edition of Unite, i.e. radio, the radio show for the most important political office, that of the rioter and looter. The the true backbone of America, I think we would all agree. My name is Greg Britton with the Redlands Tea Party Patriots. I'm joined by my co-host, Don Dix, and we are still... This, this may be an interesting, just as an aside, is we could have come into the station today. So I guess you know, now that the um, with the riots, the, that, that's the, that marks the official end of the uh, coronavirus pandemic. But I, both of us have realized we can do this just as well from our homes as we can by driving into the station. And that may be, we talked, we've talked about the new normal is I, I think you may see a lot more of that as people have, oh, yeah, we, uh, we really can work from home and avoid that drive. And now, Don, you have a much longer drive than I do. Well, we can. And actually, one of the many uh, organizations that I'm involved with and uh, on the board of directors of was discussing the fact that we could now do exactly what you said. We could now start meeting in person, and uh, everybody was excited about that opportunity. I was like, wait a minute, guys. i got to tell you, I kind of like not having to get out on the freeway and drive 30 to 45 minutes through traffic. Nowadays, risking your life. Have you noticed that the uh, way that some people are taking advantage of the uh, reduction in traffic is to uh, try to get to triple digits on their speedometer and weave through traffic. It's it's actually a little it seems a little more dangerous. But to your What's point, wrong with that? What's wrong with that? Who doesn't? Do, your, everybody does that, right? And not me. Um, actually, wow. as I get older, I'm, I'm I'm finding myself adhering a lot more to the sixty to sixty five mile an hour range and staying all the way over on the side. That was of the you. Freeway. Yep, that was me. Um, you know, you're going to get there. You just don't need to get there like that. But anyway, um, and I brought up the point. I said, look, I, I don't know about you guys, but um, I'm kind of liking the fact that I don't have to get on the freeway. I don't have to drive. I take a, a half hour to get to a place, a half hour back. The extra half hour of socializing, the wear and tear on the car, the cost of gas, I move that we do get together once in a while. Um, every third meeting that we have, we should have live. The rest, we should do through Zoom. It's more productive. People are more focused. And um, I'm I'm ready to, you know, acquiesce. I'm ready to embrace this part of the new normal. In fact, there's another organization that I'm uh, on the executive committee of. I just got a notice that they've called a sort of an emergency meeting. And it's in person. I fired off an email and said, nope, not going to be there, but I'm happy to participate via Zoom. Right. So and the other advantage, there you go. The other advantage of Zoom is you don't have to wear pants. Well, speak for yourself. I actually enjoy getting dressed during the day. It's part of sure. completing the process of getting out of bed and, uh, in, you know, becoming a an awake human being. But I know what you mean. Wasn't there a I, – I, I think it was on Good Morning America where – a uh, correspondent was delivering some news and he got up and was, let's just say, not wearing pants. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, let's, let's, hey, maybe we let's, should. Let's move on to, I mean, this is actually, uh, we were uh, talking with our engineer before the, before the meeting, before, our, before our, we started recording the show. And. Yes. He was saying how tired he was, how kind of how worn down he was by all this news coming at him. He wanted, you know, kind of ready to give up. And I think that that is kind of their, that's kind of the, I think that's a strategy. And and I recall that I've seen graffiti on the Lincoln Memorial and other places that go, y'all tired yet? Right. 
Yep. Yeah. They're, they're, this is their goal. Their goal is to overwhelm the system, uh, wear us down, use the strategies that they're doing, whether it was impeachment, uh, then it was the lockdown. And by the way, I, I just I can't believe it's riot season already. I still have my COVID-19 decorations up. Are I, I'm not ready to take my COVID-19 decorations down. I don't even know how to decorate my house for riot season. Uh, so there's that. Uh, but additionally, plywood's always good. Plywood over the windows is always is always in good taste. Right, right. Plywood is good. Um, but this 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 transition that we made almost out of nowhere. It was almost it was almost like I don't know. Was this orchestrated, Greg? Oh, without a doubt. Without hmm. a doubt. Right down, right down to uh, putting out stockpiles of bricks on city streets. The Antifas, they are well-funded, well-organized, and ready to roll at the when you had the when you had another incident that they could use. And the the the, the populations, the people, the people that are doing this have been primed. That just just like we. For years, we heard about the Trump-Russia collusion hoax. This is and repeated and repeated and repeated. And the Democrat Party and the mainstream media use the same propaganda philosophy that the communists and the Nazis did. Take a lie and keep repeating it, and people will believe it. And the current lie, which has been repeated for years or for decades in the media, in, in Hollywood, in the government-run schools in the universities, is that America is a systematically racist and endemically racist country, irredeemably racist country, a bad place. So you're justified. If you go out and riot, if you go out and loot, and of course only the best-dressed rioters and looters carry Gucci bags, wouldn't want anything, anything less than that, and have the latest iPhone that you just looted from, from the Apple store that you're justified. So not only do you have the cadre of the Antifas organized, funded to do this, but you also have a population that has been fed this and believes this when it is, just as in Trump-Russia collusion, absolutely categorical, 100% a lie. Are the, yeah. Is there racism in the world? Yes. Is there racism in America? Sure. Human beings, that, that's, that's part of human nature to think of yourselves in your various tribal or ethnic group. But is America, where we've seen minorities succeed in every walk of American life? We just had a black president who, was a, who, was, who made race relations worse, by the way. So you look at the polling on before he was president on our race relations good, about 60 percent, 60 percent something. After he was president in 2016 for eight years, it was 30 something percent. He made it worse. Deliberately, I believe. But America is not racist. America is Americans are not racist. Some people are, but Americans as a group are not. And this is a lie to perpetuate their political agenda. Yeah, and, and and there's a basic misunderstanding, too, of our form of government. We are a constitutional republic, and I was just mystified. Well, I, I, that's the wrong word. Um, I was glad this happened because it's further insight into what we're dealing with. But Chris Cuomo uh, who is part of the, I believe, the media that is uh, ginning a lot of this stuff up and, 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 and exacerbating it. You know, when you, when you have CNN and MSNBC uh, referring to looters as protesters um, and not acknowledging that there is the amount of rioting and damage and death and destruction happening because they're really it was kind of funny. Ali Velchi, who's a uh, commentator on I think it's MSNBC, used to be on CNBC uh, on their cable news on their um, 
Financial News Network, a commentator on the uh, financial markets. He, with a burning building in the background, said these are peaceful protests. Chris Como asked on the air when he was talking about these peaceful protests to be shown where it actually says that protests are supposed to be peaceful. So now they're making the argument that it's unavoidable to uh, they can no longer dodge the fact that these protests have turned violent. So he he's leaning into the wind of what is the overwhelming evidence that the individuals that are are inserting themselves into peaceful protests in order to turn them into riots uh, are, is happening far too much and far too frequently. And in some cases, it's hard to tell the protesters from the rioters. So Chris Como asks on air where it says that protests are supposed to be peaceful. He, well, social media lit up and, you know, they cued a constitutional lesson for Chris Como. And Chris, it, it is literally the First Amendment. Let me read. Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof or abridging the freedom of speech or the press or the right of the people to peaceably assemble and to petition the government for a redress of grievances. So, Chris, apparently you're, as a lawyer... Uh, you never cracked that Constitution open in law school because if you had, you would have seen right in the first right in the First Amendment that the right to peaceably assemble is protected under the Constitution. And right there, it says that protests are supposed to be peaceful. That's where it's written, Chris. And social media reminded him of that. But I think th- that's a real indicator of what we're dealing with in the media that they have that first of all that they have no understanding of the Constitution. Second of all, that they literally have had to acknowledge that these protests have turned into riots. Um, they still can't get their head around the fact of what's causing them. We'll get into that later. But but here we've got a person that is respected by the left who can't even read the Constitution and speaks diametrically opposed to it. I'll, as you just, I think you come almost kind of answered your own question. Respected by the left. Yep. They don't believe in the Constitution. They don't believe in what it says. There was a actually it was appointed by Ronald Reagan, but it moved to the left. Uh, appellate court judge Posner, I think he's retired now, and he said judges shouldn't waste a second of time reading the Constitution. The words don't. The, 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 the words there just don't matter, and it, it's really been amazing. I mean, sometimes in the past you, you kind of get a little wink and a nod wink, uh, at rioting. This has been full on endorsement. They from the from the get go of all this, the Democrat politicians and the Dem- and the mainstream media, an arm of the Democrat Party, openly egged this on and encouraged it. And did nothing. You let it go. See, so once you let it go, going, once the rioters see they can get away with it, then more and more, more and more, join in with it. So this, I just, it just, I mean, I'm, I'm surprised, and I'm pretty jaundiced in my view of politics, and certainly in the Democrat Party and the left. But to see this level of endorsement of, of, of violence and looting arson, beating people, uh, shooting cops. I mean, how many people have heard the name David Dorn or Patrick Underwood or two cops that were shot, that were murdered, uh, Dorn is a retired cop, but were murdered in these riots? Mm-hmm. You know those names? No. You know the name George Floyd, who was horribly mistreated. But not, the, but not these other names. Zero empathy, zero compassion for them. As and you, you see, there's a there's a video of some guy on the street was found, um, David Dorn bleeding out on the street, and he's basically 
rapping and taunting him, not offering the slightest bit of help to him. And he was still alive. You can see it. He was, he was, he was moving a little yep. bit still on that. So he was, so he was still his alive. His eyes were moving. His head was kind of uh, right. going back and forth so a little bit. Did the guy call 911? Nope. Nope. And that's the product of, of what we talked about, of this indoctrination of America being this inherently racist country. The cops are these inherently racist people. And we're going to we take a break here, but we're going to delve into this. And I definitely want to get to, and I think this almost kind of sums up our situation, was a statement this way by uh, former General James Mattis condemning President Trump. Um, so we're going we're gonna to delve into that in the show as well. Right now, let's hear from Ed Hoffman of Summit Funding, the place to go for your real estate lending needs, both residential and commercial. Back after this. Hi, this is Ed Hoffman with Summit Funding and host of the main event, Heard Weekends, right here on AM590, The Answer. By now, I'm sure you've all been hearing about the fact that mortgage rates have dropped a whole percentage point in the last 12 months. So what does that mean to you? Well, if you own a home, it means we can possibly, one, reduce your payment, two, pull out cash and pay off other bills, and then further reduce your payment, or three, we can possibly reduce the term of your loan and get your home paid off years earlier than you planned. If you're over 62 considering a reverse mortgage, the lower the interest rates are, the more money you get on a reverse mortgage. And if you haven't even inquired about a reverse, you owe it to yourself to investigate this tremendous financing option. So if you're thinking about any of these, the time to act is now. For more information, call me at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. One last time, 855-640-2020. Or go to edhoffman.net and click on the Summit Funding logo. Ed Hoffman, NMLS ID number 9921, The answer. Welcome back to the United Inland Empire Radio Show, the show for the most important political office, that of private citizen. There were many private citizens around the country that actually did what they needed to do in order to protect their property and their lives. There was a great video that showed somewhere, I believe, in either Pennsylvania or New York, a group of bakers that greeted protesters at the door of their bakery with long arms. First one and then two emerged from behind them. They are dubbed the Italian bakers because I guess they're Italian, but they definitely were able to protect their, uh, their store. It wasn't damaged. But when you look at the pictures of New York City, completely boarded up. When you look at the pictures of Santa Monica, Third Street Promenade, completely gutted. When you look at the aftermath of where these riots occur with stores cleaned out of whatever was in there, uh, it makes you wonder how in the world we got to a place to where people feel and I know, I know how this has happened, but it just, it is a head scratcher to actually see the fruition of the uh in uh, of the of the 30 or 40 years worth of planning that has brought all this about all this recent activity is the result of a very tragic death perpetrated by a Minnesota police officer on an one George Floyd didn't deserve to die didn't deserve to die like that didn't deserve to die at all was supposed to be protected by the people that were standing around him. And I got to tell you, Greg, if I was one of those police officers or even a member of the public that was standing nearby watching this unfold, I would have risked my own safety to lunge at that police officer and rip him off of the body of George Floyd. I can't believe three officers stood by that officer that was kneeling on him for eight minutes. Obviously, the body became lifeless. But that kind of a pressure point is going to do damage to someone. But in the aftermath of what's happened, the death toll from the current riots is now higher than the number of unarmed African-Americans killed throughout the entirety of 2019 by police officers. I repeat that. The number of African-Americans that are unarmed killed throughout the entirety of 2019 the death toll from the current riots is now higher than that. You know, we have this uh, great resource called Heather McDonald, who has gone out of her way, risked 
her career, in some cases speaking in public, her welfare, to dig into the numbers that that disprove this narrative of systemic racism in our country, especially systemic racism as it relates to the impact of the black community when it comes to the criminal justice system, when it comes to what this very week has been all about, which is an unarmed African-American that was killed by a cop. And... The idea that systemic racism is this thing that's completely subjective and unmeasurable. How do you measure systemic racism? There's there is no way. And you can make every advantage of the concept. Exactly right. And and so true about many uh, of the concepts that come out of the politically correct social justice warrior progressive uh, culture, this postmodernism, as Jordan Peterson calls it. There are so many subjective things that can't be measured, but these folks nonetheless believe them to exist. It's almost like the same people that believe that climate change, that man caused climate change is real, also believe in this stuff. And there, so I think, I think there's a connection there, Greg. Well, sure. Uh, because the, I mean, there are there are chicken littles that believe the uh, climate cha- the climate sky is falling and repeat what they've been t- indoctrinated with. Ninety seven percent of scientists, blah 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 blah. Pictures of 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 a polar bear on an ice floe. Oh, the poor polar bear. All these, you know, which of course proves nothing. Absolutely, and yeah, it is. It is, and the the the, the purpose, the people behind that are pushing it, is really the same is to achieve a fundamental transformation of the United States of America, whether it's under the guise of climate change, under the guise of coronavirus lockdowns, or whether it's under systemic racism. Of course, how do you deal with systemic racism? You can't deal with it well. So-and-so was guilty of discrimination. So-and-so was discriminated against. So there's, there's, there's a system you can remedy a wrong. Systemic racism, of course, requires systemic change fundamental change which is really what it is all which is really what it's all about and we only have a little bit of time here but you also look at differences in income of various racial and ethnic groups so if there's systemic racism and that's that then that's what's driving and that's the dominant force in america why is the the racial or ethnic group that earns the most money in america are people who came here from the country of India. Why is that? Or, for systemic racism, why is that? Or, or people that came here from Nigeria, black African country, have higher than average incomes. If there's systemic racism, pervasive systemic racism, why is that? I know many Iranians who are, per, who, who are Persian that come from Iran, escape from Iran, and they are doing, they are prosper. They work hard. They're prospering. There's no racism there. It's, uh, it, it, it's, it's a canard and it's there so that the, uh, just like with, uh, climate, global climate change, global climate change is a lie that was built so that the policies of the left could be advanced under the color of law. And what's really tragic about this is that there is the extent to which people have bought into it and are unwilling to do what's necessary in order to fight it. There are still so many people, Greg, that are asleep that just aren't awake and aren't engaged in doing what's necessary in order to save uh, the republic. And I got to tell you, America goes down. You can kiss freedom in the world goodbye because the goal of the, uh, the, the, the the clear goal of the globalists is to minimize is to reduce liberty and freedom uh, in the in the sake uh, in the name of the collective so that everybody gets an even ch- and we all know that stuff doesn't work. Plenty of examples that stuff doesn't work. Socialism, communism has to be. It has to be implemented at the point of a gun. Millions of people die when that happens. Yep. Uh, We'll continue our discussion after the break. Uh, More on um, the current situation in our country and um, whatever else we can find along the way. Back after this. 
Hi, everyone. This is Ed Hoffman with Summit Funding and host of the main event, Heard Weekends, right here on AM 590, The Answer. For those of you that are 62 or older and haven't taken the time to inquire into a reverse mortgage, here are some great reasons to consider one. One, you don't have to make monthly mortgage payments unless you want to. Two, a reverse mortgage can supplement your retirement income and allow your retirement savings to last longer, which will save you money on taxes or possibly allow you to delay taking Social Security benefits, which will increase your benefit when you do. Three, when you finally pass on, your kids inherit the home and the equity in it, along with the money that has accumulated in your bank accounts from not having to make monthly mortgage payments. Four, no prepayment penalty if you decide to sell the home or refinance out of it. And the biggest reason, it's your equity. Use it when you want it. Interest rates are low, which means more money available. So if you've inquired before and it didn't work, it may work today. Calling to find out more details is free, so call me at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. Or go to edhoffman.net and click on the Summit Funding logo. When you're in an auto accident, you want quality repairs done as fast as possible. All you need is All-Star. For 20 years, CarStar, All-Star Collision, and Corona has delivered quality work and customer service with honesty and integrity. So when the inevitable happens to you, all you need is CarStar, All-Star Collision. 951-279-9161. Mention AM590 and get a free rental car for up to five days or $100 off your repairs. CarStar, All-Star Collision, the kings of wreck and roll. 951-279-9161. AM590, the answer. Welcome back to Unite IE Radio, the radio show for the most important political office, that of the private citizen. And with the full-on assault on our country and our freedom, uh, in big damn tech, in riots, in coronavirus lockdowns, the need for people to fulfill their obligations of that most important political office has never been greater. Amen. One of the things that caught me, go ahead. No, I no, I'm just I completely agree with you. Now is the time for people of good conscience to stand up and 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 do what needs to be done to preserve the republic and and that doesn't mean necessarily uh you know protecting property, it means getting involved in the political process that's necessary in order to keep the republic. Go ahead. Yes. One of the things that caught my attention this week was a statement issued by former general James Mattis. He was Donald Trump's initial secretary of defense and then resigned over policy differences. And I've seen some other stuff, which I, which I can't corroborate. So we'll just, we'll just, we'll just leave it there. But he came out with a statement this week denouncing president Trump. And it's, it's the, um, it's amazing in terms of its mirror image view of reality. Uh, he starts talking about equal justice under the law. From, from in Washington, D.C., the swamp, where which specializes in unequal justice under the law, where if you're favored, you get to break the law. For example, Hillary Clinton and other prominent Democrats, all the way down to the people that are looting and rioting in favor of causes favored of, by the Democrat Party, they don't get punished. Whereas just a, just a couple of weeks ago, a woman in New Jersey was arrested for arranging a protest, not even attending one, arranging a protest against a lockdown. So America has become unequal enforcement of the law. Then he says, we must not be distracted by a small number of lawbreakers. A small number. Well, that small number must have been really, really busy and racking up their frequent flyer mileage to accomplish all the looting, rioting, and beating, and murder that's taken place across the country. Just again, out of touch with diametrically opposed to reality. And then he alludes that Donald Trump is a Nazi. He says, well, uh, the Nazi slogan was divide and conquer. As if, again, mirror opposite of reality, that it's the Democrat Party that is seeking to divide the country along racial lines. And they did that before. The latest, the latest, the latest riots and looting and through this. He's seeking to divide Americans and judge Americans based on their racial group, based on the color of their skin. Again, projection and 180 degrees opposite reality. 
He says, Donald Trump is the first president in my lifetime that did not try to unite the American people. Doesn't even try to. Coming after Barack Hussein Obama, who's at every turn, at every one of these incidents, hyped racial division, including probably most despicably in Ferguson, where there was the hands up, don't shoot lie, the, the uh, early version and same truth, truthfulness of Russia collusion. And even Obama's own Justice Department, after that lie had been repeated and repeated and repeated and believed, concluded that, the, that that never happened and the officer was justified in shooting Michael Brown in that case. But Obama and his administration hyped that difference. They sided with the rioters and looters and tried to divide the country. We talked about how the polling data on the race relations dropped from 60-something percent at the start of his presidency, thinking race relations were good, into the 30-somethings by the end of his presidency. And lastly, he says, we must reject and hold accountable those who make a mockery of our Constitution. Once again, pure projection. As, as you said, just as, as an example, you mentioned Chris Cuomo. Well, where does it say peace, that, that protests should be peaceful? Well, duh, the uh, First Amendment. Right in and, the Constitution, Chris. Yeah. So, I mean, Mattis in his earlier years had, 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 a, had a great military career, but you only get to the senior ranks of the military by being a swamp creature. And um, our member John Barry, who was uh, who's in the who's in the reserve who's in the reserves, uh, the rank and file, the not the non-commissioned people, they love Trump. Senior officers don't. You mentioned something really important here, and that is the concept of equal justice under the law. That the criminal justice system is there to blindly implement the and prosecute the uh, crimes that are enumerated in various different code sections, both in the U.S. code and throughout uh, states, counties and municipalities. We've known for a long time that one of the assaults on the the uh, on America comes through the decarceration and decriminalization that's occurring within the criminal justice system. One of the focuses of George Soros's money, well documented, is that is the funding of district attorneys throughout the country that are willing to set the law aside based on prosecutorial discretion of political ideology. So on Monday, you had the local prosecutor in St. Louis County release after that county, after that, that, that jurisdiction had been decimated by rioting, release 400 rioters that the police had arrested over the weekend. Just release them. You've got a Massachusetts attorney general that compares riots to the fires that help forests grow and justifies the riots in an analogy that suggests that one of the ways that uh, the earth renews itself is through fires of the of, of forests that become clogged with underbrush. And while that's true in Mother Nature, is that really the kind of culture and society that we want to live in that 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 says that every ten years we need we need us a good riot to clean out the dead wood in our urban uh, societies? Who are the people, Greg? that suffer the most as a result of what's unfolded over the last week. It's the very people that are protesting. Where are they? Where, you think that a lot of these stores after being, and this is, this is the great, uh, in, in, this is the interesting thing about the timing of all this. After two months of being locked down, both businesses shut down and people in their homes. The next thing that happens, the next thing on the hit parade of, of plagues is well in between it was the murder hornets but they've kind of been lost in the shuffle 
is the next plague to hit America is the destruction of the very businesses that have been shut down for two months. How many of those small businesses do you think are going to survive on this? I watched an interview of uh, two doctors that had an optometry business that was located on the Third Street Promenade in, in, in Santa Monica. And in the interview, they the distraught couple, who, by the way, minorities, the distraught couple was like, we we have our life savings involved in this business. I don't know how we're going to rebuild this. We will not survive the double punch, the gut punch of being shut down for two months and then the blow to the head of being uh, of having their entire business ripped apart and looted. They will go out of business. There are many businesses throughout the country that will not survive what they've endured in these urban centers. We saw through a variety of different events that have unfolded in the past 20 years, the Watts riots. How long did it take Watts? There's still areas that have never recovered from that. Grocery stores that refused to relocate there. Businesses that owners that said, I'm not going to rebuild here. I'm going to go somewhere else. Who suffers? It's the people in those communities that were the ones that were out protesting this very con- this very concept of systemic racism. They're the ones that are making their lives worse this past week. Well, sure. And we've seen you know, they've been attacked. Their businesses destroyed, jobs destroyed. Uh, I saw there was a woman from one of the one of the areas that was affected and she didn't have a car. And she depends on being able to shop locally and all the places that she would shop for food and other necessities have been destroyed. Exactly. She was crying. Yeah. But there's not the there's not the slightest bit of empathy or concern for her because she, her problems, her suffering does not advance the political interests of the Democrat Party. And this is and this is a key truth to understand this whole situation. And also, it applies to the coronavirus situation as well, is that lives, black or otherwise, matter only when they serve the interests of the Democrat Party. So does former police officer David Dorn's black life matter? Not one iota. Does black federal police officer Patrick Underwood, who was murdered in Oakland's life, matter? Not one iota. And we saw the same thing in coronavirus. The exclusive focus on coronavirus deaths to the exclusion of anything else. Because those lives advanced the interests of the Democrat Party. People whose lives were lost because of the coronavirus lockdown did not advance the Democrat Party's interests. And hence, they did not matter. So... Andrew Cuomo and other Democrat governors ordered nursing homes to admit coronavirus patients, resulting in thousands of additional and unnecessary deaths. Did they, did, did, was there any concern for those people? No, because that did not advance the interests of the Democrat Party. And once you kind of understand that, I think things, things become clear. They're, they're very clear right now. And people that have been studying this and watching this unfold for the better part of 20 or 30 years are just shocked with the uh, boldness of the political interests that are advancing all of this right now. And I'm shocked Big Bird and Elmo are going to come out and address racism in a virtual CNN town hall. I guess I shouldn't be shocked about that. Who better than Big Bird and Elmo? to get involved in a town hall on CNN to address systemic racism. What race, what race is Big Bird, by the way? I don't know. It's hard to, it's hard to say, but it's, it's part of all across corporate culture, particularly big businesses, are kowtowing to Black Lives Matter and the left on this. And... Whole variety of aspects. Disney goes supports Black Lives Matter, but kowtows to uh, to China on racism, concentration camps, organ harvesting. No problem with anything that China does, right? But supports Black Lives Matter, and it just shows the moral de- 
you know, I don't know. Do they really believe it, or are they just thinking how we'll, put, we'll you know, we'll figuratively in the in the in our big corporation raise our fist, yeah, we support the cause, and then they'll go away and leave us alone. So is is it a more delusional, yeah, we they really believe it, or is it a more cynical, we'll pretend to go along, so they'll so they'll go away and leave us alone. I, I'm not which, sure. I, I'm, so I'm not sure which is worse. Do they do they really believe what they're saying, or is it just a cynical and cynical and cowardice ploy, cowardly ploy? Yep. Well, there's a lot of evidence now about who's funding all of this activity from Black Lives Matter and organizations around the country. Uh, an extensive article dis, uh, it shines a light deep inside. Uh, where this money is coming from, and one of the places you're just not going to imagine is funding organizations that are contributing to the chaos that's unfolding in America. We'll tell you more about that after the break from our sponsor for this half hour. All-Star Collision, the place to take your car when you have an accident because they are true. The kings of wreck and roll. Back after this. When you're in an auto accident, you want quality repairs done as fast as possible. All you need is All-Star. For 20 years, CarStar, All-Star Collision, and Corona has delivered quality work and customer service with honesty and integrity. So when the inevitable happens to you, all you need is CarStar, All-Star Collision. 951-279-9161. Mention AM590 and get a free rental car for up to five days or $100 off your repairs. CarStar, All-Star Collision, the kings of wreck and roll. 951-279-9161. AM590, the answer. Welcome back to the United Inland Empire Radio Show, the show for the most important political office, that of private citizens. I mentioned earlier in the program, Greg, that St. Louis Circuit Attorney Kim Gardner had released all the rioters and looters that were captured over the weekend. Uh, These individuals include criminal Antifa protesters, four police officers were shot. That's the same city where a retired police captain, David Dorn, you mentioned him earlier, was killed guarding a friend's business. Uh, that is not getting any attention. Uh, but what is driving this? You know, we, we, we're both involved politically and involved in political activism. And the two components you need to have to be successful in your political activism are people and money. And we're able to get a respectable number of people involved, but it's always that question of money. And the left seems to have absolutely no problem getting money, whether it's money from public unions that influence our policies and our laws here in Sacramento and California, or as it turns out, the individuals that are fomenting a lot of the violence that's occurring throughout this country ever since these protests turned into riots over the death of George Floyd uh, in police custody. Uh, all sorts of rumors have flown around that, of course, George Soros and his Open Society Foundation had to be involved. After all, uh, the Open Society Foundation funded Black Lives Matter in 2015, and it didn't take long to reveal the financial ties of the current riots and to show that the Open Society Foundation and George Soros are directly supporting that movement today. Daniel Bryce of the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel reports that a group called Freedom Inc. has received grant money from the Wisconsin Department of Justice. This is a man this is a Madison-based nonprofit that has advocated for A the release of African-Americans from jail, and B, the defunding of police departments. And as for the current protests, the group's leaders say all actions against the racist state, violence, are justified. All actions. So the quote from Monica Adams, who's the co-executive director for Freedom, Inc., the organization that has received, get this, $876,000 in federal grants awarded by the Department of Justice since 2019 and $732,000 under Governor Tony Evers in the past year and a half from the state's Department of Children and Families. Here's her quote. Stop murdering black people and your glass will be safe. 
They thank all the youth freedom fighters who are in the streets fighting. This is referencing Sunday night and Saturday night. This is an organization that has received total grants of $3.6 million over the past four to five years that is actually behind this. And now our friends over at Project Veritas, James O'Keefe, has released an undercover video that he'd obtained of an individual who's been working underground and inside of Antifa up in Roseville, Oregon, and showing exactly what that organization does to train people. And we're seeing them embedded throughout these protests. They dress a certain way, what they call in in the motif of black block. They're dressed in black pants, black hoodies. They mask their face up. They carry backpacks. The people that administer first aid have red X's uh, taped to their backpacks. And so between the Trump administration, which I'm not sure it's been how official it is, has made noises about declaring Black Lives Matter, I'm sorry, Antifa, a um, a terrorist group, a domestic terrorist group, but certainly Black Lives Matter, elements of Black Lives Matter also qualify for that. So if you're wondering where all this is st- coming from, look no further than your tax dollars, Greg. Well, I think that's just a little tip of the iceberg. There's between corporate contributions to this foundation, which makes a grant over here to over here. Yeah, this is this is the establishment. The ruling class is 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 funding this. And when they can, they, they can get taxpayer money so much the better. They use the unions will make will make a uh, a contribution. So there may not be a check from George Soros's Open Society Foundation to Antifa. But the money's getting there. And you can see how well organized, how well planned, and how well executed, by the way. I mean, just stepping back, but well executed to make to to to, to bring this about. So they laid the groundwork, getting people to believe it's justified. And there was an art, there was a poll that fifty-eight percent of college a uh, college educated put the quote put the word educated in quote marks, of course, believe that the riots are fully or partially justified. And then you have the people that are organized, they, that uh, deliver the bricks, and it's off. Once you, once, you, once you have the triggering event, and then when they see you can get away with it, people say, oh, yeah, the, the police aren't doing anything. They're abandoning their police station. We can do what we want to. And, by the way, I can get myself a new TV. I mean, not, not, nothing says social justice like a new 60-inch plasma TV. That's right. Or pulling up in your Rolls Royce so that you can raid a Rolex store. There was that story as well. Some high-end right. SUVs that were that were getting uh, getting their fair share from the riots and the looting that occurred in New York over the weekend. We have t- maybe a couple minutes here, and I want to touch to a story which I get emblematic of the era in which we live. Uh, Saint, the New Orleans Saints quarterback, Drew Brees. I don't follow football. I'm vaguely familiar with, uh, with the name. So he, he gives an interview in which he says that, uh, so let me tell you, what I, what I see or what I feel when the national anthem is played and when I look at the flag of the United States, I envision my two grandfathers who fought for this country in World War II, one in the Army and one in the Marine Corps, both risking their lives to protect our country and to make our country and this world a better place. So every time I stand with my hand over my heart, looking at that flag and singing the national anthem, that's what I think about. And in many cases, that brings me to tears thinking about all that has been sacrificed. Close quote. And I mean, you, you were in, in America that I grew up in, that would have been, yeah, right. Okay. And we all believed that. But of course, he was denounced by the mob, the liberal mob, and within a day, He's issuing his perfunctory apology. And Amazing. that's disappointing. That's disappointing is that even if someone, you, know, I, you can see if, if, you're, if your livelihood, your ability to put food on the table for your family, to pay your mortgage, depends on your job. And the, okay, you know, I can understand you, you would put your family first and saying what you think second. 
But Drew Brees is not in that position. He has ample money. He's a, he's a, he's a star quarterback. He's set. And he could have, he could have just said, you know, I'm not saying, I'm not criticizing anybody else. This is what I believe. This is what my grandfather's risked their lives and fought for is our ability to say what we think. And that's what I think. And if you don't like it, F you. Right. By the way, if you, if you and the NFL don't like it, I quit. Get yourself another quarterback. Until people are willing to stand up on principle just the same way that the left is willing to stand up for whatever their policies and principle are, we're going to find it very difficult to work our way out of this corner that we are finding this little cult, the PC cul-de-sac, as I like to call it. Greg, it's great to be with you for another edition of the Unite Inland Empire radio show. We will continue to work in our neighborhoods to bring about sanity and raise up sane and freedom-fighting and liberty-loving candidates so that we have good people to get elected into offices. Join us in that effort. When you're in an auto accident, you want quality repairs done as fast as possible. All you need is All-Star. For 20 years, CarStar, All-Star Collision, and Corona has delivered quality work and customer service with honesty and integrity. So when the inevitable happens to you, all you need is CarStar, All-Star Collision. 951-279-9161. Mention AM590 and get a free rental car for up to five days or $100 off your repairs. CarStar, All-Star Collision, the kings of wreck and roll. 951-279-9161. Hi, this is Ed Hoffman with Summit Funding and host of the main event, Heard Weekends, right here on AM590 The Answer. By now, I'm sure you've all been hearing about the fact that mortgage rates have dropped a whole percentage point in the last 12 months. So what does that mean to you? Well, if you own a home, it means we can possibly, one, reduce your payment, two, pull out cash and pay off other bills, and then further reduce your payment, or three, we can possibly reduce the term of your loan and get your home paid off years earlier than you planned. If you're over 62 considering a reverse mortgage, the lower the interest rates are, the more money you get on a reverse mortgage. And if you haven't even inquired about a reverse, you owe it to yourself to investigate this tremendous financing option. So if you're thinking about any of these, the time to act is now. For more information, call me at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. One last time, 855-640-2020. Or go to edhoffman.net and click on the Summit Funding logo. Ed Hoffman, NMLS ID number 9921. California, ID number 1016. Arizona, NMLO license number 092639. Branch, NMLS ID number 1841782. Summit Funding, Incorporated, NMLS ID number 3199. Arizona license number 0925837. Equal housing opportunity. AM 590. The answer.